This is Required Watching, where we watch the essential films from the list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host, Trey Epps, and this movie is directed by Michael B. Jordan, written by Keenan Kugler, Ryan Kugler, and Zach Balin, starring Michael B. Jordan, Tessa Thompson, and Jonathan Majors, Felicia Rashad, and the actress who plays the daughter. <laughs> this is Creed 3. This is a war. It's a fight. It's a battle. So, how long have you known each other? It was like brothers. The plot follows Adonis Creed, who is now retired from boxing and promoting his protege, world champion Felix Chavez, in a match against Victor Drago. Adonis reluctantly invites his best friend, Damien, who's just popped out of prison and is a former uh, boxing champion, to spar with Chavez. But Damien's aggressive style draws scorn between Chavez and Duke. And during a fight, Damien fights dirty but knocks Chavez out, winning the undisputed heavyweight championship. Donnie visits his mother, who shows him letters that Damien has written him while he was in jail. That she kept for him due to believing he was a bad influence. Donnie realizes Damien orchestrated the, the attack on Drago, making him the opponent, and confronts him and confesses to his wife Bianca the truth about their past. To bring Damien down, Donnie comes out of retirement and challenges him for the championship, winning the match and reconciling with Damien. Oh, baby! So, I love Creed. I love Creed. I, I think... I love what Michael B. Jordan is currently doing, or let me back up. I like what Creed is doing for Michael B. Jordan. I love what Creed has done for Ryan Coogler and Ludwig uh, in, in the same way that Rocky, uh, you know, Rocky did for Sylvester Stallone. I think, and I could be mixing up stories here, but I think Sylvester Stallone kind of came up with Rocky and wrote it historically in like a super, you know, uh, like really, really quickly. And, of all the things, this is something that he's like most known for. And and I think it really pushed his career and broke him in a way that was different and on his own terms, etc. And I think with the first Creed coming out, Ryan Coogler, I'm going to include Ludwig, Ludwig again, um, and, and Michael B. Jordan on this, I think it allowed them to take the reins back. Not necessarily in their own careers, although now I think it is, but it allowed them to break through in a way that was piggybacking on the legacy of, you know, a franchise that did the exact same thing for his its star. And Ryan Coogler, of course, is you know most recently done Wakanda, uh, uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, um, and has done a lot of other amazing films. Please check out Ryan Coogler um, and Michael B. Jordan, who, of course, as an actor, has done a lot of amazing things. Um, so I, I, I truthfully love, I, I love that this film is continuing to live on. I. You may have heard recently that uh, the Creediverse, 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 I don't know, the universe uh, of Creed may be expanding with Michael B. Jordan kind of helming perhaps uh, an anime, which I am all about anime at the moment. So, yes, please. Um, and I think maybe other TV projects I, I read. I, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see, to see the reins get passed down from Ryan Coogler to... Michael B. Jordan, and from the interviews that I've read and watched, he seems to really be enjoying this, like, 
head of department role as well, right? Like he wants to shape his future. He wants to shape his roles. He wants to be able to, um, he wants to be able to, you know, to, to captain his own ship. And I respect him for that. I have, um, I have, uh, early on in, in Michael B. Jordan's career, I had a wonderful conversation, uh, when I was in the casting department of a certain TV show and, and, He's so nice, and we talked. We like I remember talking about this very thing of not creed, of course, but like being able to to be ambitious enough. I remember him being really, really ambitious and talking about how he wants to do, how he wants to head out on his own career. Right? We we definitely talked about talked about those kinds of things. So it's I I, I support Michael Jordan every single day. I, I think he does no wrong, and I think yeah. I'm, I think when you have him and Jonathan Majors in a, in a in a franchise like this, it's it's amazing. And obviously, my, uh, <laughs> obviously Jonathan Majors only goes from strength to strength, and it's it's a weird like blessing and a curse that Lovecraft Country got canceled, right? Because that got canceled, then he's on he's on uh, he's on Loki, and you know Jonathan Majors is absolutely everywhere, and I can't wait to see Magazine Dreams uh, really really come out, uh, and, and and hopefully. I don't know, man. I think I think I think his 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 trajectory is already off the charts, man. And I, I just really want to see. I want to see Jonathan Major shine. I think he's. I don't want to say character actors. I think that may be a phrase more used for comedians. But I think he is. Uh, I think he's an actor who really loves a challenge. Again, who really loves his craft the same way Michael B. Jordan does, and someone who really enjoys. Um, embodying characters i mean i'm not talking about the kang of it all he plays kang in the variants of 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 kang very differently but i mean take the superhero stuff away right like i i I watched him on on in this movie and thought oh he it feels like he's doing (laughs) it feels like he's doing uh i shouldn't say an impression of michael of ryan coogler but it feels like he was doing ryan coogler right like he felt like he was body in them streets <laughs> it felt like he was it felt like he was most definitely taking on like amalgamations of like these these characters right and and making it something that was that was really um stuffed into damien anyways uh I, I remember reading something about how this film has a few different languages and i wasn't exactly sure how they would handle it before watching but you know we're talking about um you know we're talking about english and 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 uh and ASL, and I only just learned that BASL existed, you know, Black, black uh, American Sign Language, and I, I don't know if there was a difference in this film. I would be, um, I would not be shocked if I heard that they they did use BASL. Um, I would love for them to have actually, but uh, but I, I think the way they handle and continue to handle the entire thread um, of Tessa Thompson, you know, losing her hearing and. And and that, you know, obviously it's been passed down to the child and how they really demonstrate the accessibility and and they don't necessarily point it out in a way of it being a problem. They highlight it. They, they show it functioning in the world. Of course, these are people with money, people with power, people who can do anything they want, including have glass floors so you can see below. But what was important is that it showed that it, it, I think it was important that it didn't harp on it, period. Um. Uh. Again, I, I think that makes it really, really special. I think. I think also what I found interesting. I'm not sure if this happens in the first two films, but I think the fighting styles between 
between Jonathan Majors and and, and, and uh, Creed or Michael B. Jordan in this was was really interesting. The way they were blocking, the way they, um, you know, the uh, the anime inspiration of it all, super interesting and really allowed a depth to the film that I don't think would have been there. I also think I, I don't know the 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 fight styles, the way they were shooting the fights became part of the film language, right? It's a boxing movie, of course it does, but I feel like Michael B. Jordan made some really cool choices in order to get us through them and not make it feel like in a boxing movie that we're just watching one, you know, an hour and a half, two hours of boxing. Um, Because that's not what it was about. It was about these two human beings coming from different worlds, having to to share this, like, trauma, honestly, and, and, and come together and fight each other with that trauma in the ring. I think that's really beautiful. Um, and the way it handles the, you know, the, the, these tropes of, like, toxic masculinity, black masculinity, of, like, not wanting to talk about our issues, not wanting to talk about uh, a way that we get, a way to process uh, our feelings and emotions. I know that isn't necessarily, uh, train, uh, is a mainstay of black culture, but it, it is of many cultures of men just not wanting to talk about their issues, talk about their feelings. And if I understand Bianca's frustration. When, when Michael B. Jordan wasn't want to talk about it. I understand the frustration when Damien continued to not want to talk about it until he was until he got what he wanted. Crazy. I, I, I just love the layers of this. Um, I think this movie's incredibly sexy. I think... Uh, <laughs> I think... Uh, I'm so happy we're starting to embrace <laughs> male, the male physique the way... Uh, <laughs> the way uh, movies have done recently. I mean, Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors are, are, are stacked, man. Like, I left... I left the theater doing push-ups, just to, just to, you know doing lunges and whatnot, just to make sure that I was keeping my body fit because I can't be having these guys out here looking like that, and I'm, I'm over here with a uh, with a uh, <laughs> with what I got going on. Um, that's not to say like, listen, Tessa Thompson, the beauty in Tessa Thompson. I I want her to do more films like this, more films where she's leading. To be perfectly honest, I think we don't we don't see enough Tessa Thompson in leading roles because um, I think she's such a grounded actress who has such a interesting way of portraying the different characters that she does from you know thor if you want to talk about that recent uh uh roles to to this we need we need more we need more because i I think she's truly truly special anyways um (laughs) i didn't even do any fun facts for this i'm just over here blabbering listen what do you think about Creed 3 tell me you watched it tell me you're into it if you're not let me know why like what what's up What's up? You don't like sports movies? You don't like boxing movies? What's up? What's going on? You don't like, you don't like Rocky and Creed? Um, oh, last thing I, I guess I should say is, what do you think, how do you think this is going to continue? Right? Rocky, uh, uh, Creed retired and came out of retirement. You would think my man retired again. So what's, what's the next movie looking like? Um, maybe there is a next movie for a while. But maybe there is. Anyways, um, then would it be called Creed? Wouldn't it just be called whatever the next... Wouldn't it be called, like, Drago or something like that? Anyways, um, if you like what you're hearing, if you like what you're watching, be sure to like and subscribe. Leave me some comments. Let me know what you're thinking, what you're feeling. This is a movie club. A movie club. So let's talk movies and TV shows and any other types of consumable media. Until next time. Peace. I'll say there are some beautiful shots of your sweat slow-mo bouncing off your back is that sort of from your anime love yes 
talk to me about how anime informed the way you placed the camera and shot the movie. So usually in anime, you know, um, you know, when the protagonist and antagonist are fighting, physically they're trying to take each other's heads off. They're trying to kill each other. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to, you know, trying to win the physical battle. But emotionally, you know, they're usually someplace quiet. And they're talking about how they feel because talking was the only way, uh, fighting was the only way they can communicate with one another. Tell me, though, if you were a total layman, you've never seen anything, you've never seen, you know, Neon Genesis, Evangelion, you've not seen a thing. What are your go-to, here's where you start, suggestions? Uh, One Piece, Dragon Ball, Naruto, Bleach, Hunter, Hunter. That's a pretty good start in five. There are some outstanding shots in the previous films as well. I think there was a was it a two minute or two round fight. Yeah, it was one single take. Yeah, we did a one on it, and you did it thirteen times. I said a thirteen take. You got it. You're good. Yeah, it was a thirteen take. I mean, at that point, you're, you're exhausted, you know, and you're just like, hey, man, let's hope we got it. But we're fine-tuning it every 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 take. You're fine-tuning it. You're missing, you know, and then, yeah, it, it was it was awesome. And, I, and that's, you know, I love Warners, you know, and me and Ryan, whenever we can, we, we try to, like, you know, build in a Warner somewhere. So that was, that was something that we were really proud of. <laughs> 